What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be Challenge of the Yukon. Original air dates December 6th, 1950, and the title is The Indian Sign. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Now, as howling winds echo across the snow-covered reaches of the wild northwest, the Quaker Oats Company, makers of Quaker Pop Wheat and Quaker Pop Rice, the delicious cereal shot from guns, in cooperation with the Mutual Broadcasting System, present by special recording, Sergeant Preston of the Yukon. It's Yukon King, swiftest and strongest lead dog of the Northwest, breaking a trail for Sergeant Preston of the Northwest Mounted Police in his relentless pursuit of lawbreakers. And then, on you, Hussey! Gold, gold discovered in the Yukon. A stampede to the Klondike in the wild race for riches. Back to the days of the gold rush. 
and the adventures of Sergeant Preston and his wonder dog, Yukon King, as they meet the challenge of the Yukon. Our adventure will begin in just a moment. Is your youngster a problem child in the classroom? Maybe it's because our schools themselves are such a problem. Maybe your child is sharing desks and textbooks with another child who is also finding it hard to learn under such conditions. Nearly a million new students a year are entering schools that are sorely overcrowded and understaffed. 400,000 new teachers will be needed within the next 10 years. President Eisenhower has pointed the way by calling a special White House conference on education to take place in November. Meanwhile, states and communities are organizing their own conferences to discuss local school problems. Carry the ball for your community. Write for free information on how to hold a community conference. Write Better Schools to West 45th Street, New York 36, New York. Remember, better schools build better communities. This message is brought to you as a public service. Claire Lawrence and Johnny Train were having supper in Daisy's restaurant on Front Street. For some reason, Johnny didn't seem to have much appetite. What's the matter with you, Johnny? Why, I'm feeding your pie. It's good. Uh, I know, I... I'm thinking. What about what? You. I've been wondering how many millionaires have asked you to marry them. <laughs> Three or four. And you said no to all of them? Of course. And there's no sense in my asking. Isn't there? Just owning a trading post doesn't put me in the class with a bonanza. Yeah, you're perfectly correct. If you love me, I Claire, do. I don't... And someday I'll marry you. But right now, I can't. Well, why not? It's me, Johnny. My brother. You know his temper. Well, you can't blame him for being mad at Ben Macklin the way Ben cheated him. I'd be afraid to leave Dawson. He needs someone to watch out for him, to keep him under control. But if he should ever settle down, if he should ever leave Dawson and go back to the States, why... Claire, you mean it? You will? Someday, Johnny. I promise you. At two o'clock that morning, Johnny was harnessing his team in the back of the Palace Hotel. The sky was brilliant with a full moon. The northern lights. The dogs were lined up their traces fastened. And Johnny was just about to step on the runners of the sled when Claire ran around the corner of the hotel. She was dressed for the trail and she carried a carpet bag. Claire! Johnny! Johnny, I've changed my mind. But you don't mean it. Yes, I'll marry you tonight. How long will it take us to get to the meeting? Okay. We'll be there before morning. And then we'll go straight on to Tanglewood Creek. Well, I should be getting back to the post, but if you've no, got to go... No, that's what I want to do. What made you change your mind so suddenly? At supper time, you said you couldn't leave, Doris. That I had to stay here and keep an eye on Neil. But that's all changed. He's leaving, Doris, himself. He's going back to the state. I can do as I please, and I just want to Oh, honey, you've made me the happiest man in the world. Here, let me take you back. All right. Now, climb on board. And don't you worry about your brother. I'm not. The post may be a little lonely. But you learn to love the horse, honey. And we can come to Dawson every now and then. I never want to see Dawson again. <laughs> That's soon enough for me. All set? Yes. Mark! Mark! <laughs> 
Claire and Johnny were married at the mission, drove on to the trading post in the heart of the northern forest. A week passed, then one morning when Claire was alone in the store, the door opened, and Claire's brother Neil walked in. Neil? Hello, Claire. What are you doing here? You shouldn't have run away. I shouldn't have run away. At first, I thought you'd gone up to the cabin on Rainbow Creek. I went there. No sign of you, of course. And then I thought of Johnny. You're married. Yes. And I can't help you, Neil. I can't. Except to give you a little money. The only thing for you to do is to get out of the country as fast as you can. Do you think I'd desert you? Desert me? I don't know what you're talking about. You're the one who's in danger. Claire, didn't you shoot Ben Mackin? No, I thought you did. Murder? Yes, murder. No, no, I was just... Uh, let's get it straight, Claire. Tell me everything that happened on the night you left off. There's nothing much to tell me, You've been swearing you did even with Macklin for cheating you out of your Dominion claim. I came home after the last show at the music hall. I opened the door and there he was, lying on the floor. Dead. A bullet to his heart. When was that? About two o'clock. I wasn't in Dawson all evening. What? I'd taken a run up to Crystal Creek. I didn't get home until three. Until three? He was still lying there. Your clothes were gone. My gun was gone from the table drawer. It was gone when I got home. What was I to think? But why? Why would I... Knowing Macklin, it was easy to figure out a reason. If he'd followed you home and forced his way in, I figured it was self-defense. I wanted to find you and bring you back so you could clear yourself. Oh, and the reason I ran away, I wanted the police to think I'd done it. I knew they'd find out where I was sooner or later, but by the time they found me, you'd be safe out of the country. Oh, what have we done? The question is, what are we going to do? We could go back to Dawson to tell the truth. Isn't it too late for that? Madeline had plenty of enemies. Someone else did it. Sure, but the police must have found him in our cabin. And with both of us gone, and with people remembering how I talked about getting even, what? You don't have to be afraid, Claire. I'm the one they'll blame. Whoever shot him wanted you to be blamed. He was shot somewhere else and carried to our cabin after he was dead. That's possible. There's no way to prove it. They're driving up, Johnny. Yeah, I don't think so. We haven't seen anything of the Indians for the past few days, and we drove up to their village. He was afraid something might be wrong. It's quite a way. Now, let's have a look. Neil, it isn't a mountain. No, just a traveler. I've seen him in Dawson. Does he know you? Will he recognize you? He'll recognize you, even if he doesn't recognize me. Here he comes. Well, well, so it's true. What's true? What I heard at the mission. That you and Johnny got married. Yes, it's true. What about it? Nothing. Uh, your brother's living with you. I thought he might be. Where's Johnny? Oh, he's out right now. If there's anything you want to buy... Well, I can I... come later. Don't you remember me, Neil? I'm Luke Sampson. I remember your face. Why, oh, sure you do, from Dawson. Let's see. You two left about a week ago. You must be anxious to hear all the news. Not particularly. But we've had a lot of excitement since you left. Well, what, what sort of excitement? Well, for one thing, Ben Mackin was murdered. Really? Surprised, huh? Not particularly. Well, this will surprise you. He was found in your cabin. He <laughs> didn't even turn a hair. I never learned how. I uh, wonder if what people are saying is true. What's that? Why, that Neil did it. He didn't. I wouldn't expect you to admit it, Claire. Your own brother. Are the police looking for him? What do you think? All right, so I'm here. What are you going to do about it? It's my duty to notify the Northwest Monitor. Oh, Neil. 
But if I didn't, they might never find your way up here. Or you could cross the border into Alaska and be safe. It's a problem. I, uh, wouldn't like to see you hang you. Ben Macklin got what was coming to him. However, uh... Go on. I, uh, happen to be a little short of cash. I thought so. Well, I have no money. Go ahead and tell the police where I am. How about you, Claire? Don't you have any money? No. Johnny must have plenty in his strong box. Now, what of it? Well? I wouldn't steal if that's what you're driving at. But, Ian, I'm sure that if I explained to Johnny how hard it would be to prove your innocence, he'd be glad Well, to... sure he would. That's the idea. All I'm asking is a thousand dollars. Blackmail. I happen to be a little short of cash. Look and see who that is, man. Johnny. Good. And a two-sled. Why? <laughs> uh, what's funny? The man on the second sled is a mug. Hey, let me see. It's Sergeant Preston. Yeah. That means you're still safe in you. We can still do business. Preston doesn't know anything about Macklin being killed. But he must. He hasn't been in office. He's been out on a patrol for over a month. We can still do business. I'd like to give myself up just so I could send you to jail for blackmail. No, Neil, don't. Let's think about this. Don't say anything until I have a talk with Johnny. We'll let him decide. You'll give us a little time, won't you, Lee? Well, it's getting late. The sergeant probably stay tonight. So will I. I'll give you until tomorrow morning. All right. Now, Neil, don't say anything. Claire! Who's this? I'm Neil. Hello, Johnny. This is Luke Sampson, dear. Oh, glad to meet you, Sampson. How are you? We're not as badly off as we thought, Sergeant. Oh, 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 oh. We'll have four men firing instead of two. Uh, you all know the Sergeant, don't you? Hello, Hello Sergeant. Oh. Four men firing at what? Indians, Claire. There's trouble. Something's happened at the village? No, no, I didn't even get to the village. I met the Sergeant on the trail. Uh, tell him about it, Sergeant. Well, Mike Carnack escaped from the Beaver City Jail last week. You may have heard of him. He's a renegade. He's been behind all the troubles we've ever had with the Indians in the territory. I started after him the day before yesterday and I stopped at the Black River settlement. They hadn't seen him. I reached your village at the northern edge of the forest this morning. There were only the squaws and the children and a few old men. One of them told me what had happened. Karnak had been there. Yes, and he persuaded the younger men that all they needed was a few more rifles so they could conquer the Yukon. Karnak's out in the forest now with about 50 men. From the way King's been acting, it wouldn't surprise me if this post were already surrounded. This is where they mean to get their extra rifles. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's get out of here. And let them take what they want. Protecting your property is your business. Doesn't have anything to do with me. Well, there's a great deal to do with you. A car I can command and plenty of weapons and ammunition. This could turn into a full-scale revolt. Well, let it. I'm leaving. <laughs> Something hit the door. I'll take a look. Stand back, everybody. Sergeant opened the door a few inches. An arrow was sticking in it. A piece of paper hung from the shaft. The sergeant reached out and pulled the arrow from the wood. What's the paper? It's an ultimatum from Karnak. Listen. Store is surrounded. Show a white flag and give us all guns and bullets. Nobody will be hurt. If you not surrender, we attack. Kill all. Give them the rifle. Not a chance. Do you want your wife to be killed? I'll worry about that for myself, thank you. Claire, I we'll think... We'll fight. Of course we'll fight. We have no choice. Karnak wouldn't keep his promise to spare our lands. And there's no chance of escaping, Samson. Not now. Whether you like it or not, you'll have to fight with us. Fight for your life. Mm-hmm. 
continue our adventure in just a moment. Say, have you had the thrill lately of being right there in the ballpark when the leadoff man steps up to the plate? Have you been there to see the star players in person, see them wallop home runs, see the exciting double plays? Well, don't miss the fun another day. Come out to the ball game as guest of a major or minor league team. Walk right through the gate free if you are 12 years or younger and bring mom or dad or another paying adult. Yes, you can get a free baseball ticket. No mailing, no waiting. It's right inside a package of Quaker Pop wheat or Quaker Pop rice or Muffet shredded wheat. Or buy Quaker Paco 10 and get two free baseball tickets. Names of teams and dates are on every ticket. Hurry to get your free baseball tickets in the special package of Quaker Pop wheat or rice, Muffet shredded wheat, or Quaker Paco 10. Now to continue. When the Indians saw no white flag, they opened fire from the woods. Every window in the trading post was shattered. When the firing ceased temporarily, the sergeant directed the boarding up of the windows. Only a small opening was left, enough for sighting and shooting. And then as Johnny and Neil stood guarded front and back, on the lookout for any Indian who showed himself on the edge of the clearing, the sergeant borrowed paper and pencil from Claire, began to write. Uh, what are you writing, sergeant? Your last will testament? I'm asking for help. That's a great idea. When does the next mail leave? As soon as it's dark. Have you gone crazy? No, King's going to be our postman. King? He's the only one of us who can get through the woods alive. You're just sending him out and hoping that somebody will find a note attached to his collar? I'm sending him to headquarters. Dawson? In Dawson. That's so far, Sergeant. It may take him all night, but he'll get there. You're asking for more mounties to be sent here? I'm asking for the cavalry. You've been in Dawson since I have. Isn't Captain Ames still there? Yes, they are. All right. I'd forgotten about the cavalry. To handle emergencies like this, if they were sent to the cavalry. They should get here fast. About for 24 hours, at least. What if the dog gets hit? What if he loses your note? Only time can answer those questions. <laughs> They're showing themselves, Johnny? Yes, Sergeant. It's getting dark. They're not going to blow the shadows among the trees. Keep firing whenever you find the target. Don't worry, I will. An hour later, it was completely dark. The moon had not risen yet, and the nightly display of the northern lights hadn't begun. Sergeant Preston tied his note securely to King's collar, and he was just about to let him out when both Johnny and Neil sounded the alarm. Here he comes! The first charge was driven back. And as soon as the woods were silent, the sergeant put out all the lights in the store and opened the front door just enough for King to get out. Headquarters, King. The inspector. Headquarters as fast as you can. Go, boy. <laughs> Though the night was dark as pitch, King kept close to the ground until he reached the woods. He understood his mission. He was carrying a message to headquarters, and he must get there as quickly as possible. But he knew the men in the forest were enemies, and he moved cautiously, slipping from the cover of one tree to the next. And then one of the men saw him. The Indian thought he was a wolf and leveled his rifle. King was off at top speed before the shot. The bullet hit a tree directly behind him. He ran on through the forest. When he reached the edge, he swung back to the trail and settled down to a steady, ground-devouring lope. 
Two hours later, he circled the little town of Algol, and the frozen surface of the Klondike stretched ahead of him, leading straight to Dawson, his destination. Hour after hour he ran, his muscles responding easily to the demands he made on them. But the moon was high in the sky, and suddenly the scent of danger came to King. Wolves! He saw them sweeping down the wooded bank behind him, but he never hesitated. His mission was to reach Dawson. There was no time to stand and fight. He must outrun the swift gray ghost of the trail. <laughs> it had been a long, hard run already, but his champion's heart responded to the fresh crisis. His stride lengthened. He hurled himself forward. He called on his last reserves, and slowly, little by little, he drew away from the pack. <laughs> Even after they had faded away into the distance, King refused to slacken his pace. And at last, as day was breaking, he saw the buildings of Dawson. Fifteen minutes later, he was scratching at the front door of the Northwest Mounted Headquarters. It was Captain Ames, the cavalry, who opened the door. Can I let this dog in, Inspector? The captain had nothing to say about it. King was past him and ran straight to the inspector. Why, King, where'd you come from? Sergeant Ferguson's dog? Yeah. There's a note attached to his collar. He seems to have had a hard run. It's unbelievable. What is? Came all the way from Tanglewood last night. Now, this is bad news, Captain. Mike Connack and about 50 Indians are laying siege to the trading post. How many people are in the post? Sergeant, the owner, Johnny Train, his wife, who used to be... Well, listen to this, Captain. Who used to be Claire Lawrence. What? She's the one you've been looking for. Listen. Claire Lawrence, her brother, Neil, and Luke Sampson. What do you know? What we know can't help the sergeant. He has no idea what's going on here. That sounds like a job for my troop. How soon can you get moved? Half an hour. The sergeant says that the trails are hard packed. You can ride as far as the edge of the forest. Then we'll be able to make it by late afternoon. I don't envy you a battle in the forest after dark. We get there as fast as we can. Now, if you have any instructions for the sergeant... To... I'm coming with you. Well, half an hour, Inspector. I'll be ready. Come on, King. I'll get you something to eat. We'll continue our adventure in just a moment. You should have been at the ball game today. I saw three home runs. And guess what? I got one of the home run balls. Fellas and girls, why don't you get a free baseball ticket? It's easy. Come out to the ball game as guest of a major or minor league team. Your free ticket is waiting for you right now inside packages of Quaker Pop Wheat, Quaker Pop Rice, Muffet Shredded Wheat, and Quaker Tackle Ten, which has two free baseball tickets. Yes, if you are 12 years or younger, just bring mom or dad or another paying adult and see wonderful major or minor league baseball games free. Names of teams and dates are on every ticket. Get as many free tickets as you want. No mailing, no waiting. When mom buys breakfast cereal, just be sure she gets the kind with a free baseball ticket inside. That's Quaker Pop Wheat and Rice and Muffet Shredded Wheat. You get two free baseball tickets inside Quaker Pack or Ten. So don't miss out another day. See the star players wallop those home runs. Now to continue. All night long, the little band at the trading post had fought off the Indian attack. At dawn, there was a respite. And the sergeant insisted that the others get some sleep while he stood guard alone. They woke at noon and Claire cooked dinner. But as they ate, the ominous stillness around them seemed worse than the uproar of battle. Uh, if waiting gets on your nerves. Well, I say they've got. I say we ought to make a break for it. Take a good look, Samson. They have guards posted. What do you think, Sergeant? 
Will they wait until it's dark before they attack again? Yes, they've got uh, much ammunition left. Then all we have to do is drive them back a few more times. Well, I believe that Carnac will gamble everything on the next attack. They'll drive them on until they reach the door and break it in. Is there any chance of the cavalry getting here before it gets dark? A chance. We can hope. But hope grew faint as the sun set. And the shadows of the great pines lengthened across the clearing. Hardly a word was spoken inside the post. But when full darkness came, they waited. Tense. It was almost a relief when the first bullet chipped away at the boarded-up windows. The occasional firing continued for nearly an hour. Then there was another lull. It won't be long now. It was then they heard a dog barking at the front door. Quickly, the sergeant opened it, and King slipped inside. Hang, old boy. Hey, you never got the dog. Your note's still attached to his collar. We'll see. This isn't my note. It's from Captain Ames. What did he say? We're leaving our horses on the edge of the forest. From the sound of the firing, the Indians must be all around the post. My men will be able to surround them before we start moving in. Hold on to... The inspector says to... What does the inspector say? Luke was standing with his back to the door, a rifle leveled at the sergeant. It's a personal message. What does he say? From the looks of that gun, I think you know what the message is. And since you know, I may as well tell the others... Samson is wanted for the murder of Ben Macklin. Samson? Are you sure? Yes, yes I killed him. With any luck at all, I'd have gotten away with it. And you two would have been blamed. Sergeant, we thought we were being blamed for it. You were at first. The Indian who saw me waited two days before he went to the police. But I was warned. And I got out of Dawson ahead of him. I found out about Claire marrying Johnny at the mission. I came here. With any luck, I'd have gotten the money to make a real getaway. Those Indians outside had to spoil it. The Indian sign seems to have been on you from the beginning. The Indian signs on you, too, all of you. You got it all figured out. So have I, Luke. There's no chance of your escaping. If you got past the Indians, you'd be stopped by the troopers. They all know you're wanted for murder. I said I've got it all figured out, Monty. When the Indians realize the troopers have surrounded them, they'll forget about the post. They'll run, and I'll run with them. It's dark out there in the forest. You're not leaving here. You won't be able to stop me. I'm going to shoot all four of you. Right now. Get it over with. At that moment, the Indians attacked the post. For a split second, Luke turned his head toward the door, and the sergeant stepped forward. His fist cracked against Luke's jaw, and the killer dropped to the ground. Hurry up, postman. The sergeant picked up Luke's rifle and hurried to the window. Johnny and Neil followed the sergeant's example. Even Claire picked up a rifle and began firing at the Indians as they rushed across the clearing. Many of them dropped to the ground, but a few reached the door. It was impossible to get a bead on them from the window. Hurry, I'll move paces against the door. Hurry, the sergeant, Johnny, and Neil built up a barricade. The door was beginning to give when new shouts were heard outside. The troopers had reached the clearing, and the Indians fled in panic, trying to get past them and into the forest. We'll wait a few minutes before we decide that. It wasn't all over by any means. Luke Sampson had regained consciousness, and behind the backs of the others was creeping toward the counter where there were several loaded rifles. He reached out for one of them and grasped it firmly. At that moment, King saw him. The great dog leaped and knocked the gun out of his hand. We'll make sure he doesn't try that again. Get up, Sampson. All right, all right. I should have put these handcuffs on you before. You're under arrest. They're at the door again. Open up. Just a moment. Come on, men. The barricade was removed and the door was open. Uh, how are you, Chief? All pleasant to account for, Captain. How's the round of killing? You have, Carnac? Oh, yes. 
Well, I see that you have Samson. Ah, good work, Doctor. Hello, Inspector. Inspector, would you mind telling us everything that happened? How we were cleared, how you and your sister should never have run away. I know, but the appearance... They never did add up to evidence. There were tracks in the snow which proved that Maxman had been dragged inside after he was shot. The tracks led us to where the shooting had taken place, more than a hundred yards away. If you had killed him, Neil, you'd have found some other place to hide the body. Uh, has Sampson made a confession, Sergeant? Yes, sir. I deny it. It doesn't matter. We have enough evidence for a conviction. If you don't mind, Captain, I'd like to question Connor. Right, sir. Sergeant, Sergeant, he saved our lives tonight. Seems to me King did that. He certainly did. Neil, Johnny and I are grateful and... Oh, dear. What can one say in a town like this? Well, you and your brother are cleared of all suspicion, opposed to space. Connor and Sampson are on their way to jail... I'm very happy to say that as far as we're concerned, this case is closed. Oh, oh, oh. We'll return in just a moment with a word about our next exciting adventure. Your musical treat of the day waits for you throughout the week on Mutual. Each Tuesday and Thursday evening, it's time for Eddie Fisher and a session of music as everyone likes it. Young and old delight in Eddie Fisher's wave of the song. And he's joined on every show by Fred Robbins as MC, Alex Gordo's orchestra, and outstanding guest stars. Every Saturday, the teenager's favorite, Johnny Desmond, brings phonorama time and a roundup of the newest and best in popular recordings. On Sundays, the Enchanted Hour presents favorite music from the world's best-loved composers. Every weekday also means time for Hawaii Calls, and authentic melodies of the island. Music fills mutual there throughout the week. Hear the Eddie Fisher Show, Johnny Desmond with Phonorama Time, Enchanted Hour, and Hawaii Calls on mutual throughout the week over most of these stations. The two men, Wally and Dell, have planned the murder, knowing someone else will be blamed. When Sergeant Preston and the great dog Yukon King set out to trail the man who is thought to be the killer, Preston may find that his own life is in the hands of a desperate fugitive. Don't miss this next exciting adventure. These Sergeant Preston of the Yukon Adventures are brought to you every Monday through Friday at this time by the Quaker Oats Company, makers of Quaker Pop Wheat, and Quaker Pop Rice, the delicious cereals shot from guns. By special recording in cooperation with the Mutual Broadcasting System. They are a copyrighted feature of Sergeant Preston of the Yukon Incorporated. Created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated, and directed by Fred Flowerday. The part of Sergeant Preston is played by Paul Sutton. This is Jay Michael wishing you goodbye, good luck, and good health from Quaker Pop Wheat and Quaker Pop Rice. So long. This is Mutual Radio Network for All America.
This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share-like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day, and thanks for listening.